Welcome to the Forbidden Forest. This is Ro reading Chapter 17 of the Blood Magic series, Part 2, The Forest. March 18th, 2008. Harry had been dreaming. He was shuffling along in the dark, the forest towering above him. The summer air, normally thick with the calls of birds and other forest dwellers, was deathly silent. It took him a moment before he recognized the small clearing he came across. It was here he had turned the resurrection stone, where his loved ones had returned to encourage him to let go, to die. Harry stood, breathing softly, considering the forest ahead. This is what he wanted, the quiet, the calm, the chance to go on to new adventures with those he loved. But what if they're not there? His thoughts reeled as he remembered George's pleading for Fred. What if it was eternity of searching this forest, unable to see or speak to any of them again? Harry sighed. He would never know until he got there. He continued on from the clearing, just as he had that night, committed Harry was pulled back from his ethereal thoughts into something that felt far more real, more tangible. In fact, as the moments passed, he could feel himself laying on the floor, his hands brushed along the sheet that was over him, and he realized, yet again, he was naked. Harry sighed, wondering if he would see Dumbledore again, death personified, wondering if he'd have to talk about this, about why. Would he be angry at him, disappointed? Did it matter? What if he didn't come? Would he know what to do? His eyes fluttered open and he regarded the room in front of him. White, stark white. Okay, he thought, so far so good, but this is not King's Cross Station. Harry rubbed his eyes and noticed the tension he suddenly felt. The ache of his muscles, his bones, his very being suddenly came rushing into his awareness. Surely the dead don't feel pain, do they? Harry's heart sped up a bit at the thought. Was he cursed to spend the rest of eternity in pain, rather? He shook his head and dismissed the notion. Don't panic. Not yet, anyway. His eyes darted around the small room. The mat he lay on was adjacent to a small sofa, and on the other side, a simple fireplace. Next to him lay a folded set of clothes and a pair of trainers, but not ones that Harry recognized. Behind him, there was a windowsill. All about the room were little splashes of color, pink and blue and yellow, apparently stuck to various items and areas. Harry stood, rather shakily, his head spinning for a moment as a wave of nausea overcame him. This didn't feel like last time, not at all. Last time was painless and easy and quiet. This time his whole body hurt, his head was reeling, the world tipping back and forth around him. And for fuck's sake, he was sweating again. He pulled on the faded gray shirt, black pants, and black jeans that had been left by the mat. Every movement was torturous, his stomach clenching and threatening revolt every time he leaned over. Putting on the trainers was a veritable nightmare. His glasses he found beneath a bit of the sheet that he must have kicked off. The only thing missing now was his wand. 
If he was dead, though, he supposed he didn't really need one. He sighed and took another look around, unsure what to do next. Harry stumbled over to one of the little yellow squares stuck on the wall. Your life is your own to live. You are only beholden to your own happiness, stared back at him. The pink square next to it read, I am doing what is right, what is good. Huh, he thought to himself. This may not be King's Cross, but it seemed like a much kinder, sort of motivational waiting room. He felt a bit of comfort seep through the pain. How did he get to move on, though, if not take a train? He stopped on the last note in the row and towards the kitchen, a blue one. You are not your dark mark, was written in. What he now realized was a familiar hand. Harry narrowed his eyes. The sound of the lock clicking and the doorknob turning interrupted Harry's ruminating on what the fuck could possibly be going on. The door to Harry's left swung open, revealing none other than Draco Lucius Abraxas Malfoy. Fucking Malfoy. His blonde hair was disheveled, his clothes more rumpled than usual. Harry had never actually seen him in such a disarray. So I'm not dead then, Harry deadpanned, his voice scratchy, barely recognizable as his, his hands balled into fists at his side. 